Creative Studio Academy, Semester 1, Session 14, Marketing. Welcome to the Creative Studio Academy. This is the podcast to help you learn and explore how you can start and improve your skills with online content creation. My name is Joshua Rivers, and I will be your guide on this journey. Well, I'm definitely excited today to be able to bring on a special guest, Joel Fortner, to talk about marketing today, especially marketing online. And so I met Joel Fortner, first of all, through Chris Licurdo on his blog. At the time, Chris Licurdo was the host of the Entree Leadership Podcast, and he started to be able to draw a bigger tribe, and Joel Fortner was one of those that was part of that tribe as I uh, was getting involved there. Joel had a marketing blog that he had and a consulting service that he had on uh, he had the website called get serve keep and that was his philosophy when it came to marketing and just a very simple way to be able to break it down to look at what we need to do to be able to market and so i'm excited today to be able to have him here to be able to share that before we get to that interview with joel i did want to mention that this episode is brought to you by Deb by JR. If you are looking for a website for yourself or for your business, or you want to improve the website that you have, Deb by JR can help you be able to take your website to that next level. And we could be able to give you a very good quality website and we can make the process simple. And so we can definitely be able to help you take that and be able to do amazing things with your website online. If you have any questions, just go to devbyjr.com and you can be able to get that information there. And if you could put in for the code, put CSA for Creative Studio Academy, CSA. And that will let me know that that is that you came from this podcast to be able to do that and I will give you a 20% discount if you use that by the end of September. So, deadbyjr.com and use the code CSA for a 20% discount. Now, let's go ahead and turn our attention over to Joel. So, Joel, thank you for joining us today. How are you doing? Great, Josh. Glad to be here. Well, I'm definitely excited to be able to bring you on. And so, um, longtime friend, I believe uh, it's over two years um, that we've been connected online. And so, be connected through Chris Licurdo at first. And so, definitely um, thrilled to be able to call you a friend and be able to have the um, experiences that we've had together. And so, even though we've never met in person. And so... Um, definitely excited for that. One of the things I love um, that that you teach is your marketing principles, 
which is um, why we're here today to be able to talk about that. So why don't you just go ahead and kind of tell a little bit about your history with how you got into uh, marketing and how that led to where you are now. Yeah, sure. Um, so I got into marketing kind of in a in a weird way. So I have a mar- I have a marketing minor from college, um, which has absolutely nothing to do with why and how I got into marketing. You know, I, I don't even know if you know this story, Josh, but I got into marketing um, after about four, four years ago. I'll just tell you the story here. Four years ago, uh, we are about to leave Tennessee, my wife and I, and we're newly married. And we're like, let's go to D.C. Let's go to Washington, D.C. That would be a great place to start our marriage. It would be fun. I worked for the Air Force at the time. It would be hard for me to get there. So we did that, and we were transitioning. And that summer, um, I felt a calling where I felt like God was telling me, I need you doing more than what you're doing. I need you to start preparing yourself and I need you to start um, being more faithful and I need you doing more. And it was a no kidding. I mean, it was a spiritual experience like I have never felt. And it was consuming me where God's presence in my life was just so heavy. And so I started grinding and working and trying to figure out what does he want me? What is he saying to me? What am I, what do I need to do. And I was working on it and working on it and working on it, talking with my wife about it. Every day we'd go on walks um, and I'd be talking about it and talking things through with her. And I felt like God was telling me, I need you to professionally move your life as well as personally and start preparing yourself for something different, something bigger, perhaps. So what came out of that was a marketing business. Now you may be like, okay, God asked you to do marketing. Really? Um, here's the <laughs> thing. People say, oh, what's my life purpose? My life purpose is not to be a marketer. It's, it's not. I know that. But what he, asked, what he had me do was to become and use all of my practical marketing experience that I have in the world and in my career, go deeper with it, and help other people change their lives by changing their businesses and helping them actually learn to grow and market a business effectively. So I started doing that. And even then I was like, you know, is this really, is this really it? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing with my life? And the lesson I learned going through all that was oftentimes God just wants you to go here. I need you to do this right now, do that and then wait because perhaps there's going to be more coming. And I believe that the diligent prosper. So I did the work. I put in the work. I grew my business. I got marketing coaching clients. Um, I helped them change their businesses. And it was awesome. And then along the way, other opportunities came. And here I am today working for Chris Licurdo, uh, who's a dear friend and wonderful leader. And uh, I'm here because ultimately God has me here. And I'm excited to see ultimately what's next. Yes, I can definitely attest how fantastic it was whenever um, the news came out that you were joining him. Um, First of all, when you were joining him part time and then here recently when you um, you guys made the decision to make it a full time endeavor. And so we were definitely excited for you in that. And so as you have have grown in your marketing experience and as you've been working with uh, different clients, 
there's been um, uh, just a simple kind of formula or structure um, that, that that you came up with. Um, I'm sure it's not entirely um, original, but um, you're the first that I heard of um, putting it this way, at least. And so a three-step process of being able to um, get your clients or get your customers um, and and then to be able to grow from there. Can you go ahead and start with just that first part there about being able to get uh, your clients and how you can be able to do that and the importance of what we need to do? Totally. So marketing for a lot of people is just like, what is marketing? What do I do? What do I, what do I spend money on? How do I make it work? Or I've done marketing and it sucked and it didn't produce any results. And often times because you just weren't doing it right. Marketing is not simple. It's so what I like to do is take big picture concepts like marketing a business and break those down into bite-sized, understandable chunks. Hence, get, serve, keep. And then even with under get, serve, keep, I break it down more. But I'll briefly explain get, serve, keep is all about. Every business has three businesses within it. So if you're an entrepreneur, congratulations. You now run three businesses. Those are called get, serve, and keep. Get is all about getting customers. Serve, all about serving them. Keep, what do, what do you do to keep them? And I teach people how to intentionally do that. Not just hope you do it, but what are you putting in place systematically in your business to get, serve, and keep customers? Get is the hardest part. Getting new customers is the hardest part, hands down. That's where you spend most of your time and your money. So why would you not want to have a strategy or at least some things you do to foster that relationship to get customers to buy again and to stay with you and refer people? To not do that is you're just making it too hard if you're not doing that. So that's what I help people do. And in your get business, where you spend most of your time and money, I break that down for people into the steps that you see time and time again, successful marketing has these steps. Those are find, identify, educate, motivate. And what those are, are find. Who's your target market? Who's your ideal client? Who is it that you should be going after? How do you get super clear on the persona of those people who are selling or who, who you know want to buy what you sell? So you, if you can't get into the mind of your customer and understand their problems and their pain points, you'll never effectively market to them because what they see, the video you produce, the content you produce, it doesn't resonate with them because it's not aligning with their pain points. You've got to discover what those are in your target market. So you do that. And then from there, you take people to the next step, which is identify, which isn't identifying yourself to people. It's about getting them to identify themselves to you. So how do you do that? Okay, we'll say on a website. Do you have an opt-in? Is it worthwhile? Is it appealing to someone's pain point? Do they want to trade their email address and first name, let's say, to get that opt-in? That's just one example. The point is, do something to get them to show I exist. Hey, Josh, I'm over here waving my hand. I just subscribed to your podcast. I just subscribed to your blog. I just opted in to get the free giveaway, whatever it may be. Have a way to get their contact information because without it, you can never communicate with them. So how can you further the relationship to build trust and rapport to ever get them to buy from you? 
which brings to the third step, which is educate. That's all about answering the questions they have in their minds and educating them to what you do and how you can solve their problems. And you do that systematically. And then after educate becomes motivate, which is getting them to take an action to actually buy. What is that action going to be? And if you don't work that process before correctly, it makes it that much harder to get people to actually buy. I love that. I love that. Now, let's just uh, take a step back again to finding uh, your your ideal client. Um, I mean, you, you mentioned some of the things there. What are some specific things that we can do to try to really identify who it is that we're trying to target and, um, and what we can be able to do to be able to do that? So let me let me answer that by asking you a question. So we were discussing before um, on the phone before we started uh, the podcast today about how you determined um, your uh, Creative Studio Academy and your persona and your ideal client. And you told me uh, how uh, basically how you did that, and you did that from what I heard, Josh, by thinking, you know you, and you know where you are in your stage of your business and in your life, and what your level of expertise is at that point. You know the mindset of that person. You know their struggles. You know their pain points. You know the what they're going through um, at a level that perhaps other people don't know. And you've selected a target market that you understand you understand what they're going through. So do you build a business around that because you actually understand that particular segment of the market? You're not trying to market to Fortune 500 companies. You're marketing to small business entrepreneurs who are super busy. They work way too much. They don't make enough. They're struggling with marketing. They're struggling with tech. They're struggling with websites and podcasts and just marketing overall. But you know their pain points and you built a business around that. You said that so much better than I did. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wrote down every word you said, and I just read them back to you. <laughs> All right. Well, well, well. You put those words in a much better way than I did. I think so. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to re-listen to this and copy it down and uh, put it on a sales page or something. All right. Uh, well, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, um, so, so, so perfect. So you just kind of take your own experience and look at what you're already trying to solve. And kind of use that then. Is that basically how you're? It's one way to do down? it. It's one okay. way to do it. But here's another way. Okay. Um, if you have a way to solve a problem that you know is a major pain point for people, like there's a lot of people who need this thing, um, and you have, and you can deliver on it, and you can deliver on it well, you are primed to have a business. Because you can solve a problem. That's all a business is. It's solving someone's problem. We make it more complicated than that, but it's not more complicated than that. And then it's a matter with the beauty of online marketing, with so many people seeking out solutions to their problems, online marketing and all the ways that you know and I know how to do this um, is helping people. They are searching and actively looking for solutions to their problem. The trick is working yourself to get in front of those people. And there's so many ways to do that with online marketing.
Awesome. Now, um, so where are some good places that people can look to be able to try to find people to, um, obviously we don't want to spam people, but uh, uh, be able to make connections. Where are some good places that that you can think of? I, I've heard several um, from people I've interviewed already, but I, I'd like to get your perspective on some good places to look. To look for what exactly? I'm sorry. For for uh, for new clients that you can be able to uh, present your your service to or your product to, to be able to find new clients? Well, in terms of finding new clients, um, I am all about inbound marketing. I believe in it. I believe, especially with online marketing. With inbound marketing, you're trying to capture people through search engine optimization, through people who are out there doing Google searches and doing keyword searches to find solutions to their problems and then producing the right, the right content, whether through podcast or whether through a blog or just your website or whatever it may be, and growing and actually growing a list and building a list. So what I'm saying is on your website, for instance, people are out doing certain searches because they have, because they have problem X. And they're doing certain searches to find solutions to it. If you're a solution... Your aim is going to be to get their attention online and show up in the first page or two of Google results. That's not easy to do, but that's but if you know if you're writing the right content and you're doing the detail work correctly and you're getting your headlines right and you're producing good content that's quality and it's solving problems and it's free, uh, you're doing very well. So if people are finding you online, that's one of the big that's one of the big keys is getting people to find you online and then having the ability to capture their contact information when they do find you online or if they do find your podcast, having the ability to capture a name and an email address, an email address at minimum, so that you can continue to communicate with them, to build that relationship, to convince them that you can actually solve their problem. Now, as you were explaining that you mentioned some of the SEO, the uh, search engine optimization practices. Can you just kind of quickly just kind of summarize some of the um, big things that people need to look at and work on to be able to uh, do better with their SEO? Totally. So I am not an SEO expert. Um, and even with within the company with Chris, we have, we have someone who helps us with SEO uh, it's smart, smarter searches out of Knoxville, Tennessee, and Courtney heard his group. They are they are super smart. My gosh, the stuff they give us and the help they provide us is, is absolutely invaluable. But what I have learned, what I know um, for for this audience and for small business entrepreneurs, first of all, is getting yourself to a place where you're actually creating content. You're creating content. That's, that's a huge hurdle right there. So when you're thinking of creating content, you want to create content that solves problems. Make Have huge value in your content. Make sure the headlines, when you're thinking, what should a headline be? Well, what do people search for? If you, if you solve problem X, and this post is going to help someone solve problem X, what should it be titled? It should, it should be what people are actually looking for. So if you sell apples... You may want to have something about apples in your headline because the way SEO and the way that Google crawls and search engines, the way they crawl web pages, headlines are valuable. That's what, those are some of the basics. 
Um, there is what are the right keywords that you need to include in your content so that when Google or a search engine crawls it and sees it, it actually categorizes your content correctly because that's what it does. So if you're writing about stuff and you're writing with a, whole, a bunch of words that don't fit necessarily what you do and the problems you solve, you may get categorized into an, an obscure category and therefore people looking for your, let's say, marketing advice will never find it because Google miscategorized it because your content wasn't written um, with the right words that showed Google, this is marketing content, this is a marketing business. This is when people search for this, give them this result, in, in addition to thousands of others. So those are a few things. Nice. Now, um, uh, kind of uh, switching angles a little bit here, as someone finds your site, um, I mean, uh, assuming, let, let's just say we're talking about maybe a typical blog that they come to your homepage and they see a list of blog posts or maybe they subscribe um, and they decide to subscribe through RSS or through email, um, there, there's different thoughts that are out there as far as how you should um, present that um, that that content to them, the different blog posts, um, and I, I've seen both sides. I've done both. Um, I just want to try to get your perspective um, in this as far as should we have just excerpts there to and have them click to be able to read the whole thing, or is it better to just go ahead and leave the whole post there to make it easier for them to be able to access? So the reason there's different schools of thought on that is because different things work for different people. Different things work for different audiences. Um, if you want to do full posts, test it, try it, see what the result is. If you just want to do excerpts with a continue reading link, do that too. And I, cause I can't tell you what's going to work better for your audience. Um, but what I do advise is testing and trying things and then monitor, see what people's behavior is. And then if one way shakes out better than the other, go with the way that shook out better. All right. Yeah. I've, uh, I I've done both. I started, um, with my, uh, previous blog with, um, quality living made simple. I started by doing the excerpts and then I, I can't remember why I decided to do it. I think I heard someone say something about just providing the content in whatever way that the person wants to consume it. And so I'm like, well, let me just go ahead and try just giving the full post, uh, full post, excuse me, instead of the excerpts when they do a search or get it through RSS or email or whatever, just give them the full, full post, just, to, uh, just get it to them and see, see, see what happens immediately. I got an email from, one of my subscribers saying, I was so glad to see the whole post in my RSS reader. Mm -hmm. And so um, he, he said, I usually don't have enough time to be able to click, go to the website and read it there. I usually just read it in the reader. And if I can't read the whole thing, I normally just get past it. And so yeah, that, that was a, go ahead. It's funny, Josh, because it's like, we, we have become like, like, just click wieners. We are just, we just do not want to deal with clicks often, oftentimes. 
Yeah. So I love that you got that feedback. I mean, I, I've experienced that. You know, I've been going through an RSS feed, and I'm like, huh, I got to click to continue reading. I don't want to do that. I'm just going to go on to another one. But really, how much time did that? It would have been seconds to click through. But for some reason, I didn't want to. And that's many, many people out there. They don't want to as well. But here's the thing. If it's um, if it's Chris or if it's like Pat Flynn, if it's uh, um, Derek Halperin, if it's other, these other people I follow who produce super content, I'll read everything. I'll click through five times because I want it because I know the value's there. But if it's just like ho-hum, so-so content, and in my total list of people I want to read, it's not as valuable as the person after, I probably will skip it and move on. But that's me. That's not everyone. Because, you know, for someone else, that person who I would have skipped may be more valuable to someone else. So it's always good to test these things. Yeah, test it. Another thing is uh, you can just even outright ask. Totally. And so, and so that, that that's one way. And so I, I, I haven't actually done that part. I haven't outright asked how they would like to receive it, but um, I think I'm going to put that on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. And so now as we wrap up, is there anything else that you'd like to add that you think is important for someone that's trying to get a grasp on this online marketing yeah, I would get very focused. Um, it's easy to be overwhelmed in the world of marketing. There's so much coming at you and so much to do. That's why I broke. That's why I created Get Surf Key, and that's why I break these these big ideas down into bite-sized chunks because even the bite-sized chunks are hard to manage, especially for a small business entrepreneur or a solopreneur or a sidepreneur. You have so much going on. So get, uh, get yourself to a place where you have understandable concepts, that, a process that's simple to follow, and start there instead of being overwhelmed by it and doing nothing at all. Excellent advice. Now, can you go ahead and just let everybody know how they can be able to get in contact with you? Absolutely. Um, ChrisLocurto.com um, is where you can find me. Um, I'm on Twitter at Joel Fortner and Phil, you, anyone can email me. My email is Joel at Chris and Lacurdo's L O C U R T O. Well, I certainly hope that you enjoyed that conversation with Joel and to be able to glean that information from him about marketing from his experience and all of that. And so I'm definitely uh, again, excited to be able to have shared that with you. Hopefully, we're going to be able to bring Joel back on in the future. And so, as I mentioned before, or as he explained, he has the three-part um, aspect there where he looks at get, serve, and keep. And we focus a lot on the getting part. But I wanted to bring him back so we can talk a little bit more about the uh, serving and keeping. And so try to see what we can be able to do to be able to improve our marketing skills and improve our relationships with our current clients to be able to nurture that, to be able to uh, make the most out of that and make it beneficial, obviously, for us. But we definitely, definitely want to make sure that it's beneficial for them. And so if you want to get the show notes to this, you can go to creativestudio.academy.com slash one dash 14 
and that'll take you to the show notes. And also, there is a special thing that's going to be waiting for you there. After I recorded the interview with Joel, he mentioned the fact that he would offer an ebook that he wrote um, or that he compiled and put together. He uh, wrote the book, 17 Things These Entrepreneurs Wish They'd Known Before Starting Their Businesses. And the tagline is proof that you can fail and not end up on your parents' couch in the basement. And so it's not directly a marketing book, but it's a very good compilation of uh, different quotes and different things that different entrepreneurs have said, um, things that they wish they had known when they got started. And so based on the survey I took when I started this podcast, that a majority of people listening to this are entrepreneurs. So I thought that this would be very fitting for you to be able to uh, maybe get some better perspective on what you're doing, no matter what stage you're in. Maybe this can help you be able to take that uh, next step, or maybe it'll help you be able to take the first step. And so, and I happen to be in this ebook as well. And so uh, there's a little bit in there. And so just to share what I wrote um, is I wish I knew my marketing plan. I wish I knew my ideal customer. I wish I knew my unique selling prospect. I wish I knew how to keep the books correctly. I wish I knew how to clone myself. Just joking. Maybe. So that was what I shared uh, real quickly in the book. And so just a little short thing. And so there's others that shared a little bit more, some that had uh, just a shorter quote, but definitely something that would be very encouraging. And so to be able to get that, you just go to the show notes there and you can be able to download that book. Uh, and so it's not, uh, you don't opt into my email list or anything like that. This is just something that uh, he wanted to give away to you. And so, and then at the end of the book, uh, is a link to a special Facebook group that is called the Entrepreneur Success Couch. And so that would be uh, something that would be very helpful for you. And so it's just a collaborative mastermind type of group, um, not a structured kind of mastermind, but maybe that's something we could talk about in the future. But a um, it's kind of a loose place there where people can be able to get some feedback, get some encouragement, get some insight and things like that. And so it's been very encouraging being part of that group. I was one of the first uh, members in that group. Uh, I can't remember how many there are now, uh, but it's definitely grown quite a bit. And so uh, to be able to get access to that group, you need to uh, get the ebook. Um, and then the link will be at the end of that ebook. And so um, a couple steps there to be able to take to get it, but it is definitely worth it. And so if you are an entrepreneur or want to be an entrepreneur, this is something I would highly recommend. And so I think that's going to wrap it up for this session. And so again, I hope that you were able to take away some great things about marketing. Next session, we're going to be talking with Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. And we're going to talk some things about podcasting. Definitely a very great episode. And so the interview was already recorded. And so um, I, I can say that I know that it was good. And so I definitely love uh, everything that Dave Jackson uh, puts out or uh, yeah, I think I could say everything. And so I, he has a, a number of different podcasts and I subscribe to uh, the, ma the majority of them. 
And so he does a very good job being able to do that. He keeps it real. He keeps it um, uh, very uh, down uh, down low on a level that people can be able to easily understand if they're new to the arena. And so that's one thing I love about uh, his podcast because he, he makes it easy for people to be able to jump in and be able to take some actionable steps uh, to be able to get moving forward. And so, and as I mentioned before, um, in some different podcasts there about um, these podcast sessions, it's not just about podcasting. There's things that apply to blogging and just a creative journey overall. And so I would definitely highly recommend coming back next session to be able to get that interview with Dave Jackson. So as we sign off, just remember that this session is brought to you by Dev by JR. You can go to devbyjr.com and you can enter the code CSA to be able to receive 20% off if you use this by the end of September. Thank you and have a great day. Thank you.